Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. Enjoy. Most mispronounced words and or phrases. We're going to get to some of them, the ones that drive people crazy at work, especially. And do you or do you not correct people? I say you don't correct people unless you're a school teacher and it's your job to teach the proper way to say something. Yeah. It depends. Unless your, you know, child is, you know. Right. Your parenting. Yeah. I agree with you. Most of the times I let it go because you know what happens with a lot of mispronounced words? Sometimes it's just because different parts of the country pronounce words differently. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Look at you, Sam, from New Orleans. How many things in New Orleans are pronounced "quote unquote" the wrong way? You wash your dishes in the zinc, right? (laughs) And if you need if you have emergency, then you call an ambulance. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's regional. And it's what's really funny is my mom was from New Orleans also, Uh and so growing up we would say ambulance instead of ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, you know, Um, it's I think it's regional, but. But I just feel like unless it's really hurting you, unless you're you're a boss, you're the boss and it's going to hurt your company's image oh, yeah. or someone to That's say something incorrectly. I don't mm-hmm. think that you risk, you know, embarrassing someone or hurting someone's feelings sure, for right. correcting if it just irks you, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. We've all heard espresso. <laughs> and hey, I, you know, I it, that's the, funny. But when it when I when it first started making a name for itself, that's honest. I thought it was espresso. I did too. Until I, didn't I know saw it written, better. and I was like, "Oh, that's an espresso." Right, it yeah. is espresso. But if you're not introduced to it, it's what's your Murphy. You're right about the parts of the country, but it's actually what happens in the under the roof you grow up in. Oh, oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. You say yeah. what you hear. Yeah, correct. So if it, if it's espresso with your mom and daddy, then, it's yeah. espresso. That's what also <laughs> makes it challenging. I think later in life as an adult, that's another reason it's very difficult to correct somebody because yeah. you've spent a lifetime pronouncing it the way your parents taught you to. You know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's some sort of thing Dumbledore said once to Harry Potter and the and the gang. Oh, reality. Was, just wait. This is a good quote. Something about you know it's better to. Is it really better to be right? Or to you know be a friend sometimes. Hmm. That's why I don't I don't correct people when they say yeah. something wrong. Right, like taking things for granted <laughs> because it's for granted. Not that means granite. it's solid granite. <laughs> Unless you really are exchanging something for granted that someone's giving you. Exactly. Game Day Grub is online because football season is here. MurphySamAndJody.com. You can also jump in with us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Mary? You guys have the most awesome morning show. You're such an inspiration to listen to. Thank you for that. Thank you. You're sweet. I have a word that I cannot say no matter what. Okay. (laughs) And it is synthesizer. Synthesizer. Yeah, you did really well, though. Synthesizer. Synthesizer. It's tough. Synthesizer. Synth- yeah. <laughs> how, <laughs> how often do you really feel like you need to say that word, though? Not often. Right. Not often, but my daughter's boyfriend is in music. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he play? <laughs> Actually, he raps. Ah, so, okay. yeah, it just, it's just a word that I just have never been able to right. say since I was little. <laughs> and thank fine. you all for doing what you do. Thank you, Mary. We appreciate the call. <laughs> yeah, I suppose unless you're playing in an 80s retro band. <laughs> 
you don't have to use a synthesizer anymore, no. do you? But you, you heard where she got hung, hung up. Synthesizer is where. And I can understand how that would be a problem. Mm. Synthesizer. Yeah. It's those tricky little letters that are close to one another that get you. You know, but sometimes you. I wonder if it's just the way your mouth forms the words, too. Even though you don't right. intend to mispronounce it, but you have trouble getting through the word. No, we all have it. Yeah. We're, you know, we all do say something weird. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure we all do. Not me. That's not true, Sam. Google dolls. You said it. Google. Okay, um, we also have a voicemail, guys. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Well, I have this funny story about the words that... I can't say, I cannot say the word golf tournament. <laughs> tournament. 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 <laughs> Thanks. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. That's kind of the, similar to the synthesizer thing, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, it's tricky because you can't tell people that you can't say it without messing it up. But that's a little bit different. Yeah. if you know how to say it but can't say it, it's a little bit different from mispronouncing, you have to right? Work a little harder, things. and you can always say "turny." You can say "turny." There's a short one on that one. There luckily. is a good. Yeah. And for synthesizer, you can say <laughs> "keyboard." Keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Jump in with us anytime. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to jump in anytime. How are you, Kim? I'm good. I'm on my way to work. Sweet, awesome. Yay! <laughs> what can we do for you? Talking about uh, well, you're talking about words that you have a hard time pronouncing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we all have them. I have a funky. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Now I have to say it slow so that I can say it right. Okay. <laughs> it is fragrance. Fragrance. I cannot say that word. Yes. Okay. I want to say fragrance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's just some miscue. Some miscue between your yeah. brain and your tongue. Yeah. Yes. So if I have to say it fast, it's fragrance. <laughs> You're not so different. Guess what? I have to say Saturday slowly. In fact, that's why I say it's it weird. It's so funny. Yeah. I'll say it. I'm like, oh. It's so odd. Yeah, and you right. you speak, the way you speak is lovely. Yeah. You know, but I think oh. everyone has a word. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's fragrance. But, Thank you, Kim. We appreciate the call. Maybe that's the reason Barbara Walters never sold perfume. Aww. <laughs> All right, we have another call, guys. Yes. What, what's going on, Rachel? My big word, um, it took my partner quite a while to figure out what I was saying, yeah. is um, crown, um, which is, for Cray- me, a crayon. material you color with that's made of wax. Yeah, crayon. <laughs> and what do you say? Yeah. Crown? Yeah, Sam. one of Sam's ex did that. One of my exes and her kids all said crown, and it took me a while to figure out what crowns they were talking about. Yeah, and huh. then they got divorced. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah, took and she took like the crowns that. with her. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, that one, and then the other one I can't seem to say right is caterpillar. What? Caterpillar. Oh. Caterpillar. Oh. oh that's okay. You're too cute. It's okay. Oh, uh, thank you. I, I really appreciate being corrected, though. I really do because mispronouncing something can make me look it's unintelligent, you know? Right, and it just, if you mispronounce it, that's what they end up getting focused on, and yeah. You get yep. along with Sam really well because he loves to correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. 877-310-4MSJ to join us. 
You know, we love to hear from you anytime on Instagram, on Facebook. You can also give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, guys. About mispronouncing words, I had a boss who must have had one of those calendars that introduced a new word each day because it seemed like he was regularly (laughs) trying to incorporate a new word into his vocabulary. And one time he latched onto the word earnest. We worked with a lot of consultants, including consultants from Ernst and Young, and he was pronouncing earnest as Ernst. Now, when he was trying to introduce a new word into his vocabulary, he would use it over and over and over again. Uh In meetings, he would find a way to incorporate earnest into his statements, but he would say earnest, and it was really quite funny and sad. I would correct him often, though not publicly. Generally, what I would do is I would just copy the page out of the dictionary and discreetly lay it on his desk for him to find in private. Mm. But... Many, many funny occasions of him uh, using new words incorrectly like that. Oh. Love your show. Thanks for all that you do to cheer us up in the morning. <laughs> Thank you for the voicemail. Well, you know what's I weird about that? There's a laugh at that or feel bad for him. For the longest time, I actually thought the accounting firm was earnest and young. <laughs> I, didn't, so I, had, I was doing the opposite, you know? Some redneck guy and young. Well, let, look, I think it's the cutest thing in the world. To want to learn a new word every day. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's cute and beautiful, but you can't overdo trying to overuse it. Yeah. Right? You just, you need to know it and, and use it where warranted. Well, not. And, and what I like there too is that, you know, doing things discreetly in a professional environment, you don't want your supervisor or coworker or anybody to, to be embarrassed publicly in, in a boardroom or something. Right, you wouldn't correct your boss either, yeah. I don't think. Certainly not publicly, because that's that's what I say. And like unless it's irking me, unless it's really bothering me, I would never I wouldn't correct someone. Like our former boss who used to say amateurize. Right, exactly. <laughs> and no one corrected. <laughs> exactly. That's how your house payments work over thirty that's years. Right. right? How to stop a baby from crying. Um, everybody who's ever been there has a, an idea and a method. And most people who've been there, parents, will say, will tell you that sometimes you can do everything right and sometimes the yeah. baby won't stop crying. Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. because you don't really know necessarily. No. Sometimes <laughs> it's just the brain developing. It's true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you've got people. Yours are the babies. <laughs> Both. Sometimes you got people in the family telling you what's wrong. Oh, I I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that baby. Yes. You're, Isn't it you're great trying to breastfeed when, too much, and you're supposed to be given formula. Isn't it I've great, though, that. when it does work, the easy thing yeah. works, like walking them up and down the hall or just sitting in the rocker? I remember feeling like I had superpowers with Phoebes, our baby, our youngest, when I was the only one on the planet who could get her from her car seat closely on my body into the house and into her crib without waking. Yeah, mm-hmm. No matter what I did, no matter how gently... She always woke up. I could for do me. that. Was one of my. I earned a cape or two for that, mm-hmm. for sure. But let's go back to when they're newborns and when you're at home and you're maybe experiencing a baby for the first time. You'll try anything, and it's just a, it's a disturbing sound to a parent. Sure, because you feel like you need to be able to fix this. And some, what's wrong with me that my baby's unhappy? And Murphy's right. Babies do sometimes cry. I had a pediatrician tell me once, look. 
no, no amount of crying that she does. I've checked her out. She's fine. No amount of crying that she does is going to hurt her. It's going to hurt you. Right. <laughs> he said that to me. Yeah. But, okay, so these scientists in Japan who studied infants and crying and new parents did this whole study, and they did find a method, a trick that does work most of the time. We're talking more than 80% of the time. Whoa. So that's big. Those are big numbers, and I want to tell you. Throw them in the car and take a drive. <laughs> that's not it. Oh. Even though that works on some babies. It does. have anything to do with music? No, it doesn't. It has to do with you hold them in your arms and walk around for about five minutes. Then you sit down and you rock them for about five minutes. Then you place them in the crib. In other words, it's a gradual step down of, I guess, touch, involvement, and movement. movement. So um, it's not just a, I've, I've walked around, now I'm dropping you. I'm not just rocking and dropping you in the bed. And I don't mean dropping. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's just a gradual, here you go, a physical. That makes sense. And they tested the baby's heartbeats and things, too, with this. The October issue of Elle magazine. And look, I miss magazines. I used to have them. Remember how many I used to have coming in the house? Well, yeah, because you always fell for the subscription for free thing. You know? I didn't. Wait. <laughs> wait, didn't she sign up for some? That, I accidentally well, signed up for some those, magazines. Yeah. those websites yeah. where you've checked out and it pops up, hey, here's an offer. But it makes it look like it's part of the whole. Yeah. But mm-hmm. many of them, I intentionally. Oh, I know. It killed me to stop in style. Oh, I love that magazine. Why don't you get it I grew still? up. I don't know because the same reason I tell him to please stop. It's like they're piling up, and we don't read them all. Isn't that funny? Because I used to get Rolling Stone, and you know, if yeah. like uh, the inter- EW. We grew up Weekly. having having a magazine in your hands was a big deal to me. Sometimes yeah. I love the smell of it and the feel of it. But it's like you get those offers, yeah. and it's like I can't beat this deal. Sure, I'll <laughs> sign up a dollar for Rolling Stone for twenty months. Yeah, and then they got and then you. they start coming in, and it's like, like I throw wait. them in a pile, and it's like I have. I'll read this this weekend. I'll read it tonight when I go to. And it's like uh-huh. I never read the things. What I do now is when I travel. And I didn't, don't bring a Kindle, which I almost never do. I'll be in the airport and I'll grab InStyle or Vogue or something, or L or something that I don't get to see very often. Mm-hmm. And then I just use it for that trip and yeah. it's perfect. The current, the October issue of L Magazine is the Giselle story, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that one in my lap. I told you about it yesterday in the Hollywood Outsider. Mm-hmm. Giselle Bunchen, the Brazilian model who was also known as Mrs. Tom Brady, finally sort of telling her side of the story, not in depth because they are private about their problems. But, um, and it's funny because I'm such a football person that I've always, my first thought's always been, she needs to let him be himself. He needs to play. Yeah. And she needs to stop. And then I had never heard her tell it. And it was beautiful that, look, I put my life on hold for a very long time. And I was happy to do it. And I'm happy to have poured everything I have poured. She says, but I put my life on hold for a really long time. And I would like for him to be more present. And I thought, wow. Boom. Let, like, let that sit for a second because yeah. she's correct. You know, when we're watching the game over the weekend before she even made the statement, <laughs> mm-hmm. it actually surprised me that that was your thought. Uh, honestly, because well, I know you, that you'd love to protect... You know, Tom Brady and you believe in him, but as somebody who is 
you know, know. independent woman who's you know cr- you know balanced family and career. I'm not that independent. You, but but you but you get that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It would. It, it, I guess I just had. I assumed because she's this big time Brazilian model that she could have worked this whole time as well because she could have. She did cho- choose to kind of yeah. stay and be the home person because she, they could have had nannies. And I guess maybe that's not what she wanted. But it's her story. She's only allowed to work in the off season. Okay, stop it. It's in. It's Elle's October issue. Yeah, you know, I've watched Jody juggle being a mom and you know having a career mm-hmm. at the same all all through our you know children growing up, which you've done great with. You've always been more balanced, I think, than than me. But that's why I was a little bit surprised when Tom Brady playing this weekend and the big speculation of is Giselle you know not supportive of him and all that kind of stuff. Right. Look. But you said, leave Tom Brady alone. If he wants to play another well, season, he can play another season. Leave my friend Tom Brady alone. That's the fan in me yeah, and liking that spirit in him that, so what, he's 45 years old. So what if the rest of the world thinks he's too old to fl- play totally. football? If he wants to still play, I believe he should be able to still play. And I guess my thought was that you married Tom Brady you know, you know. I remember hearing or reading years ago that she almost didn't date him because of the football thing. Really, and then she married into it, and boy, did she marry it! Yeah, but the, but the reverse of that is that he married Giselle Bunch. He did. He and did. She had a career of her own. She is look. She's a Brazilian supermodel, and she's good at it. She's not just beautiful. There's more to that. That's that's work. That's yeah. knowing what you're doing and taking care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I think she's really good too. We know more about him than we know about her. So it's easy for us to sort of, as fans, go, assume, you know, and I've read articles where she's going to be the Yoko of football, you know, and everybody's going to be mad at her. And but, he's, I mean, he, you know, it's not the Yoko. I mean, it's not. It's a, it's a marriage. I'm the one to talk about this. It but is. They're you are. A, a yeah, you've got experience five times over. Yeah. I came back out of retirement a few times. Aww. No, they're married. <laughs> it should be a team effort. It he, should yeah, be. He has his own things, and I understand NFL and football are a big thing. But yeah. he's a little more psycho football player than most, though. Uh, you know, some of the football players on Monday and Tuesday maybe spending some time with their kids or going, you know, right. heading back to practice, you know, after handy. having breakfast with the family, and he's studying tape all night and things like that. So now that she's come out in L Magazine and said, "Look, you know, it's, it this should is, be my time now," right. she's like, "We had, you know." She, she didn't specifically say I. I'm upset with him because he unretired. But she was like, you know, I'd like him to be a little more present. Yeah. And we do know also from this new article that they have spent some time apart. Yeah. So whenever he left training camp earlier this season, it was also he was having his own struggles. But it was a marital thing going on there too. And here's yeah. the last thing I'll say: nobody knows what goes on with two people under one roof except sure. those two people. Mm-hmm. And those two people can be Tom and Giselle too. Join our conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Kim? I'm doing well, thank you. Sweet. Good. What can I we do for you? I was just curious to see what what y'all thought if, you know, when Princess Diana and Charles got married, you know, they had so many people to get up, millions to get up and watch that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that the the queen services will be that big as big i do yeah definitely plan to watch as much of it as i can if anything for just so there's the ceremony of it mm-hmm. and the traditions of it and why they're doing this and that princess 
Diana won everybody over. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think in Britain it's going to be bigger than the wedding because you're talking about a monarch who's, you know, reigned for 70 years. There are so many people who don't mm-hmm. who, who know no other monarch. Yeah. Right. And she, She's a legend. Right. And she did, you know, even though she was questioned and people had some problems with some things she did and something she didn't do, she was still wildly respected. Yeah. Wildly loved. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's you one, know, when I see this on Facebook, there's a lot of comments, you know, mm-hmm. saying that she did so much wrong. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, in 70 years, how can anyone not make a mistake? You know, because yeah. I make a mistake almost daily. Oh, I do, too. And I'll tell you this. The, awesome. the more public you are and the more out there you are, the more people try to pull you down. You can never do anything. Nobody stays on top. Hmm. Maybe Dolly That's Parton. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not much of a... Uh, yeah. I'm not much of a Bible quoter. Mm, and I'm going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let he who is without sin cast the, the first, first stone. stone. Right. You know, a lot of it, like you just said, we're throwing a lot of, you know, she's been around 70 years. You're going to complain about one thing she did 50 years ago. Are, are you What's wrong with too? you? Right. Yeah. I know. And we don't, we cannot know. That's what's so interesting about her life. Her life story is so remarkable because she took on a life of service and did it well up until the last day of her life. And we can't understand yes. that. We can't understand what she was tasked with. I just don't think I can be as strong and brave like she has had to put on mm-hmm. in yeah. front of the public. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think that the difference is the Prince Charles Diana thing was a fairy tale. Almost. Well, mm-hmm. it was real. It seemed like it. But it, it was a fairy tale kind of story that everybody yeah. was really invested in. And this is just paying tribute and respect. And now it's King Charles. Yes. When someone passes away, someone that we all feel like we know, um, we all learn more. And that's just how it goes. So Queen Elizabeth II, there's so much to know about the longest reigning monarch who was a very private person. Her personal life was private. Yeah. I mean, do you think we're, we're ne- we'll never know what her real relationship with Charles was like <laughs> or her real relationship with William and Harry? Yeah. We, we won't get to know that. And I think that's OK. They've, they have that right. To privacy, just like any other family, the kind yeah. of grandma she was. Mm-hmm. You know, if she told William and Kate how to keep the kids, you know, from crying, or did she like... spoil her grandkids? Oh, probably so, royally. Yeah. Okay. Did so, did they ever get frustrated when it was another casserole she made that showed up? <laughs> right. Okay. Those would be called castle rolls. <laughs> yes. Right. Good point. Can okay. we have Windsor castle rolls? Please keep it coming, Sam. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's what. Here's some funny. Like maybe, maybe little known things about her. Um, well, you know that most of Britain, they've never known any other. Like 81% yeah. of current, you know, UK residents were not even alive when she was, she ascended to that throne. Mm-hmm. So they've never known another monarch. So King Charles is going to be hard for them to get used to. I hope they get More him, reasons than one. I know. I hope they get give him a the, the respect he deserves. She and her husband, Philip, were third cousins, technically. Third cousins. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It's like Game of Thrones. Boogie in a weird way. But do you know that when she, it's not like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Most are not like Game of Thrones. <laughs> or House That's of the House Lannister. <laughs> yeah. One of your favorite facts is a Game of Thrones one, that she once visited the set 
of Game of Thrones, and she stood and took a picture next to the Iron Throne. Did she really? She did not Uh sit in it, though. The word is, yeah, she didn't sit in it, and she didn't let that get released or whatever. Maybe one day we'll get to see it. Um, He renounced his titles when he married her, and I'm thinking to myself, how many times did she drop that into convos that I'm the queen? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what goes on in a marriage? Well, you know, if you watch The Crown, and I know, again, it's, it's... what do they it's call loosely that? Loosely based. Loosely based. It's reality fiction, whatever. Sure. Based Drama. on a true story. Right, exactly. They address that in that, remember? Oh, there yeah. Were, there were a couple oh, of episodes Oh, they have some fights that. there yeah. where mm-hmm. he doesn't want to bow down because he's this is his wife. Get out. It's from the TV show. But my other favorite one is that she and her sister um, partied incognito in the streets of London to celebrate the end of World War II. Huh. They went out together and they got permission to do it. Boy, Jody saved my behind yesterday. How I so? I remember this. Well, yeah. So it, I was I was late for lunch, and at the same oh. time, lunch was supposed to take place. I really needed to eat something. <laughs> there was one of those virtual calls that I was on. Yeah. You know, uh, in this case, Teams. And so I'm always really, really careful on those calls too, because whenever lunch is showing up, I don't want it to be here's Jody on the camera and bringing. You know, I don't want oh, her to put Jody yeah. in that me. position. Jody you know? doesn't want to be in that position I know, either. I know you don't want to be in that position at all. So you know, I mean, to me, it's just sort of like the the choreography of it. I make but, sure that you're not on the just screen. Stay behind the camera. <laughs> right. That's a world's colliding thing for me. I know it is. I don't like. Well, I, and I that asked you. I didn't expect it. Right. I asked you as a favor. So. Yeah. Um, but so I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, if you but, if you if you happen to be running to get a sandwich, would you bring me one? It was and you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, and I'd, I mean I'd have uh-huh. been fine without it. Um, in fact, actually, now that I've been through this, I probably should have avoided doing lunch. Oh. You know, when you eat and you're on a virtual call, yeah. usually you turn the camera off. Yeah. Um, or, but there's some calls where they want the camera on, and this was a group I was really comfortable with, so I mean, it's fine, I'll just leave the camera on. Did you eat Not a big on deal. camera? I did, but mm. I looked over, here's what happened. I looked over, I made sure the mic was off, muted, uh. you know, which almost every call starts with everybody being muted anyway, yeah, right? Uh, your mic's not on, but... Yeah. Um, but this, so I looked over, it was muted. Good, I'm golden here. Camera, yeah, I'll just leave it on, I know this group. So I start to unroll the sandwich, I drop the sandwich... Accidentally, yeah. Oh, okay. So I picked it up and I was like, "Okay," and just so I start unrolling and I'm, you know, watching closely what's going on on the screen. And all of a sudden, I hear, <laughs> I hear, uh, "Could someone stop rattling papers?" <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is awesome. It, it can't be me. My uh, mic is muted. Yeah, it you know? wasn't. Yeah, uh, actually, it was me. It's, what happened is when I dropped the sandwich, apparently when you uh, hit, there are two buttons on the keyboard. And the sandwich hit them. Yeah, with the dumb luck I had, Murphy's Law, <laughs> those two buttons, the control key and the space bar, got hit and turned my mic back on. Aww. And, of course, the, the little microphone I use is right in front of my face, so yeah. I'm unwrapping right in front of the microphone. Well, the good thing is, at least you weren't commenting like, oh, I cannot wait to shove this in. No, no. So when I heard click and then I heard thank you, I was like, okay. <laughs> I bet you stopped eating altogether. No, because that would have been, that would have been obvious, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> a piece of turkey hanging out your mouth. The noise stopped, then his camera went away. Hey, I had my uh, sausage test yesterday. <laughs> sausage boy. Oh, that's right. Okay. So Same. you were actually part of a, of, a, of a taste trial or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. It was funny because I went in the wrong building, apparently. The, yeah. map, the map they sent. I'm sorry. I didn't want to point it out. I really wanted. I really wanted to say... The reason I didn't come on time is because the map is incorrect. Well, you could have done it not that way. Well, no, I have to do it that way. So you knew you were in the wrong place when you couldn't smell sausage? No, when I walked around the whole building and all it was was classrooms. 
And okay. it's like, I don't see anybody with a kitchen around here. So you were a taste tester for a sausage company. Yeah. You were going to taste. I'm dying to know, like, did you get a ton? Like, are you? No. were you full? No. Oh. Uh, it's tur- I had a taste of turkey sausage and their beef sausage. Okay. okay. And you got, like, little pieces with yeah. toothpicks? Well, okay, I sit down there at the little, there's a computer screen in front of you because this is all, you know, click. What do you think? Does it smell good? Does it taste? Is it this? Da, 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 da. Oh, that's interesting. But you sit down at the little cubicle and there's two things of sausage sitting over here like big old things one is two links together <laughs> in a package and the other is that loopy link in a package okay and all of a sudden the little door opens up <laughs> they slide in a tray with little sample cups <laughs> thank you <laughs> and i was like what's going on really yeah so Did then you get you any st- dipping sauces no oh. you start clicking the things and it says try sample number 880 <laughs> you know look at it smell it taste it is it too tough is it too juicy you know just yeah. all of these questions that's yeah. funny so you go through two samples of beef and two samples of, of uh t- turkey. turkey and were they very different oh yeah in your opinion yeah did you it, know which was which well she said these are beef and these are turkey oh okay so oh, see, murphy wanted the blind thing I, where I you're did, like yeah i didn't know if they were trying <laughs> to trick you well, like, it's like taste the beef ones and then you got to go sit for 10 minutes and then come back and taste the sausage ones okay. Okay. they give you water to cleanse your palate and even tells you on the screen Cleanse your palate. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I actually like the turkey sausage more than the beef. Yeah. Wasn't a big fan of either of them because there's two oh. samples of each. None of the four. Because one of the questions is, would you buy this? No. Oh. Really? I mean, they want my they, opinion. Yeah, they got the yeah. ER. They, they surely, negative surely Sam, did. but they wanted my opinion. Wait, you said no to all four? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because none of them. I mean, it's like I got a sausage I like. Yeah. And one of those I almost would have thought about buying, but. No. You're a very particular person, and yeah. so that makes you a good taste tester. If they're yeah. looking to no. improve or whatever they're looking to do, yeah. they, you, you're supposed to be honest. And I got my $25 uh, Amazon gift card. Yeah. <laughs> did it hit you on the head on the way out? <laughs> no. They did say, here, scan our QR code, and you can come back and do more. I said, excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can catch up on anything you miss going into the weekend. The Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is a free and easy way to do that. Easy to download. Easy to listen to on your schedule. I've got something I want to add to the not-so-serious book club, guys, and it's something I'm going to pick up and read finally, and it's not a new book at all. So we learned this week in one of my Hollywood Outsiders, and I was proud to learn this, happy, excited, I guess. Um, You know, we had the Elvis movie starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks, and that was the story, and it's a really good movie on HBO Max now. That was the story of Elvis and his relationship with Colonel Tom Parker. It's not just a typical right. biopic because it's about a specific section of his life right. and a specific relationship. Well, we learned this week that there's another Elvis movie coming. And talk about someone who knew Elvis in a way that no one else did. As I always believe, you never know someone really until you live with them and you are a partner. And that is Priscilla Presley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so in 1985, she released a book called Elvis and Me. I remember seeing the paperback float around my house. I'm sure my mother read it. Yeah. Oh, did she? Of course. And I, of course, you understand what what Christmas was like in my house. It was all Elvis. <laughs> Elvis Christmas. Like, they, my parents really loved the king. Do you mean the music or like decoration? I mean, <laughs> I mean the music. I Let's mean, make it look like Graceland, honey. I mean, I mean the music. But my parents really loved Elvis. And so I was always very aware, yeah. you know. And um, then there was a movie. It was like one of those TV, made for TV couple of night events yes. in 88. Yeah. 
And it was based on Elvis and me, the book. And I remember like it was yesterday. I didn't care about that movie. I mean, I saw it on and my mom watching it and then getting on the phone with my aunt, Diane, and they were talking about it back and forth. And she she shouldn't have done this. I wish you would. They were so about him that they were they they were bothered by some of the things that she, you know, let fly, let fly in that book. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was their take on it. So I think I'm going to read Elvis and me. Why not? I'll knock that out in a few nights. Yeah, probably. I think so. And I want to read it because we now know the movie is called Priscilla, but it's based on the book. And filmmaker Sofia Coppola has taken it, written written it for the screen, and she's going to direct.